This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 167. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. It is the morning. It's like about eight o'clock. and I'm recording this in the morning. I'm just about to get on the train and go up to Milton Keynes, which is a town here in the UK. And it's very exciting because I am going to visit the Open University because we are working together on a brand new open course. Now, open courses are very popular at the moment. And there's lots of universities around the world that are creating these massive open online courses, which are university level courses that are open to the public and free for everybody. And so we're making one on how to learn a new language. And this is super exciting because it's going to be available for free to everybody. And, you know, hopefully I'm going to be able to to reach a lot of people doing this and help lots of people with their language learning and hopefully get a lot of people involved in learning a language for the first time. So we've got our first meeting today and we're going to be uh, brainstorming, fleshing out the course, deciding what we're going to do. Super exciting. I would like to thank the sponsors of the show italki and if you're looking for a native speaker teacher to help you get a bit more speaking practice in the language you're learning italki is the best place to do it i'd strongly recommend them and use them myself every week if you would like to get a free lesson you can go to i will teach you language.com forward slash free lesson okay let's get into today's question from arnie Hey Ali, my name is Arnie from the United States. I'm studying French and have been for about seven months. Even though I haven't taken a formal exam, I'd gauge that I'm somewhere between the A2 or B1 level. Uh, my issue comes with I have a tendency to translate things in my head when someone's talking to me, for example, on italki or if I'm watching a movie or listening to the radio. The speaker saying something, I'm still translating in my head. But while I'm doing that, the speaker continues to talk and I've missed dialogue, which is really an issue when I'm in the car listening to the radio. Um, so any help you can give me to kind of stop doing that would be appreciated and uh, keep out the good work. Thank you. Hey, Ani, thank you very much for your question. Great to hear from you and uh, good job on getting to where you have with French as well. Um, this is, you know, this this question of translating, everybody goes through this. It's totally normal. And... Um, you know, I've got to say, I'm not going to be able to give you a quick fix today. I guess you probably knew that already. Uh, but hopefully I'm going to guide you in the right direction and, and let you know what to expect. I have actually answered a very, well, in fact, exactly the same question before in episode 87. So if you want, you can go back and check out that for a different perspective or maybe even the same perspective. That's uh, at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 87. But I find that it is interesting to come back to these questions more than once because my my own thinking, my own experience changes over time. Um, I might have answered this question a year ago. I'm a different language learner now, a better language learner, hopefully. Probably a better teacher as well. So I don't mind these questions coming up and so I'm really happy to, to try and answer this for you. So as I said, there is no quick fix to this. It does take time. But this is one of the advantages, I think, of... This is where I feel that like my perspective can be really valuable because having been through this language learning process so many times, you start to just notice patterns and you know what to expect, right? So let's just start by stating the obvious because as often these, these questions can be quite emotional, right? But let's get things in perspective. Ani, 
when you understand what's being said in French, when you listen to something and you understand it, you have no reason to translate, right? If someone says to you, bonjour, you don't translate that, you know what it means. So, on a very simple level, the more your French improves, the less you translate. Okay? Now, yeah, it's stating the obvious, but it's good to remember because it helps you realize it's a gradual process. Now, it, it can be helpful in this case to break down the the language learning thing in, into two different parts, vocabulary and grammar. Now, for me, this translating in your head issue is almost always a grammar problem. Because if there's a word I don't know, well, it's very simple, very clear what the problem is, right? I don't know that word. So th- I, I'm going to be stuck. So one of the things that needs to be said here is that you need to keep always working on your vocabulary and growing your vocabulary because if you don't know what a word is, that's always going to cause you problems. So the translating issue itself is more of a grammar thing, okay? French grammar is different from English grammar. Things are said in different ways. And so that's where translation usually becomes a problem, right? So you're you're listening to something, maybe you understand the words, but you just can't quite make sense of it. I'm thinking about my, my Cantonese... Uh, right now, I I find that like often when I'm listening to Cantonese, I'll understand something that's being said in Cantonese with no translation necessary. And it's like, it's so cool when that happens, right? You understand something, you don't need to translate, you just know what it is. But then sometimes I'll come across a sentence that's maybe grammatically different it might be quite a simple sentence, but it's it's grammatically different, and I'll have to translate it in my head in order to make sense of it, right? So, an example in Cantonese might be if you're talking about, like, if I'm talking about my my recent trip to Hong Kong, I might say, um, which means like now I understand more, and this is quite a simple sentence in Cantonese, but it sounds it's very weird. In English, because literally, with these three words, you're saying understand more did. Right? Understand more did. Makes perfect sense in Cantonese or with Chinese grammar. Um, but the fir- I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, huh? What? <laughs> I understand the words, but w- what are you saying here? But you see, now that I understand that, that point, I don't need to translate anymore because I just I just got used to it, right? So the need to translate dies away over time as I improve in the language. It's important to remember that, Arnie, because often I find that people kind of blame themselves and they say, oh, what's wrong with me for translating? It's, listen, translation is inevitable. It will happen. So the more that actually you can become comfortable and accept the fact that you're translating, the less stressful it's going to be for you. Let's talk about some practical things you can do to improve. All right, so some key points first. Spend more time listening and reading. Now, you're already listening to the radio and watching movies. That's great. Personally, I don't find those two activities very helpful because they're just too hard at a kind of A to B1 level. So instead, find material that comes with the transcript and listen and read at the same time. I'm working, this is such a big problem and, uh, you know, I'm actually working on a solution to that right now, which I've mentioned before. It's my new conversations 
product, which is like extensive dialogues in French and different languages at different proficiency levels with transcript and word lists and everything you need. So I'm working, I'm working on solving this problem for you, Arnie, but it will be a little bit of time, uh, in, in, uh, coming. You need to spend more time listening and reading in a more, uh, focused way. You know, it's, it's, it's not enough, I don't think, just to kind of sit in the car and listen to French. The gap is too big between where you are and what you're listening to. So you need to find more appropriate material that is easier to study with. Second thing is, Keep growing your vocabulary. I mentioned this earlier on. It's so important. You don't leave vocabulary to chance. You need to work at it because the more words you know, the easier everything is going to be. Next thing is start using monolingual dictionaries if you can. Right? You're at the level now, Arnie, where you can understand a fair bit in French. So rather than looking up the translation, use a monolingual dictionary. So you look up the word in French and you get the explanation in French. It just helps you get more used to the language. Also start doing more of your daily activities in French. Okay, so Google searches, looking for recipes, um, things like that. Do more stuff in general in French and it will just help you get used to the language. Now on a more, on a deeper level, there are other things that you can start to do kind of different approaches to studying that will help. So when you're studying and you come across a a new grammar point, perhaps, try not to focus so much on the conjugation of the individual verb and all that detail. Try to focus instead on the grammar patterns. So how does the whole sentence play out? How does grammar work on, on on the level of the sentence? And then you can play around with it. So, you know, rather than saying, um, for example, if it was raining... I would have stayed at home. You could say, if it was sunny, I would have stayed at home. If it was sunny, I would have gone out. Practice making these variations to yourself. And that helps you stop looking at the the micro and start looking at the macro, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. It's very easy with French grammar in particular to get hung up on individual wor- verbs and conjugations. Um, that's important, but it also stops you paying attention to the broader meaning. When you're dealing with new grammar, try to try to get into the head of the native speaker. So when you're looking at a sentence, try not to focus on, okay, how does this work mechanically? How does this translate into English? What I like to do is kind of sit and look at a sentence and try to just feel and notice the way that an idea is being expressed, the kind of attitude or the feeling. The example I gave earlier in Cantonese of Meng um, Dojo, like, I'm saying I understand more now. But this is a classic example of how in the Chinese language, ideas are expressed very bluntly and very succinctly. And so by looking and paying attention to the the direct way in which that idea is expressed in Cantonese, that helps me just embody a little bit more the attitude of the language, the attitude of the speaker. And then that's going to help you much more when it comes to listening, interpret what's being said. I know that's kind of a vague piece of advice, but it's also extremely powerful if you can kind of uh, shift your thinking in that way. And on, on a more general point, when you are, whether you're learning vocabulary or whether you're like using flashcards or whatever, move away from the single word and start working with full sentences. So when I use my flashcards, for example, I always put full sentences in there because 
again, the more that you can get used to larger units of language in your studying, the easier it's going to be to understand what's being said and to gradually stop translating. So I hope that those some something in there was helpful. I again, like it's very difficult to give you a quick fix. So maybe go through these points that I've mentioned and just think about how you can adapt your 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 approach to studying. That's gonna in a way that's gonna give you the best chance of of improving over the long term. All of these notes that I've made are are in the show notes. You've got them in bullet points for quick reference. You've also got the full transcript if you want to read through that. You can find that at IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash episode 167. Now, today I'm going to leave you with a quote. And in fact, it's the same quote from uh, episode 87, the previous, the last time I answered this question. And I'm giving it to you again because it's just such gold and it's so important to remember. And it comes from Katsuboto from All Japanese All the Time. And he said, you don't learn a language, you get used to it. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.